Constructing an underground world. Run. For a moment, the boy remained frozen, staring wide-eyed at the thundering horseman. A harsh wrench on his arm shook him into motion. As his mother's violent tug spun him round, he caught a final glint of the sun on the warrior's upraised weapons. Screams and shouts rent the air as they broke into a desperate, lung-bursting run. The breathless gasps and thumping feet all about told of others doing the same. But not everyone. Lifting his head, the boy caught sight of his older brother. He and two others now faced towards the approaching riders. Their eyes glistened with fear as they nervously thumbed their spears, bracing for impact. Buying time, his mother grabbed him again and they rushed on. A few seconds more and they were there. The concealed entrance had already been cleared and they plunged down into the darkness. All had been taught the way. Left, then left again as he and his mother finally slumped against the cold passage wall. The door slammed shut, and the bracing timber bolts shuddered home. All they could do now was wait and pray. Three early medieval underground structures, known to archaeologists as souterrains, were uncovered during the Dundalk Bypass works. At Carnmore... Newtown Balregan, and Tetitra. Mostly they were built within settlement enclosures as places of refuge from raiders. The raiders took loot, livestock, and people. Their human captives were either ransomed or sold as slaves. Any of the three souterrains from the bypass excavations may have witnessed scenes like the one just portrayed. But these thousand-year-old subterranean spaces could have other, more everyday uses. As well as a means of escaping raids, they would also have functioned as storage areas. The dark and cool environments they created were ideal for perishable foodstuffs. Dairying was an important part of the early medieval diet and economy, and souterrains would have acted as large refrigerators, keeping the produce at a constant cool temperature. Souterrains are most usually associated with settlements. Those at Carnmore and Newtown Balregan were located within ring forts. Tetitra is an unusual example because there was no overground enclosing bank or ditch. In order to construct their souterrains, the inhabitants first had to dig out a large, deep trench, big enough to contain the entire structure. Next, they built the stone sides of their structure, within the trench. They capped these side walls with large slabs and lintels, before backfilling soil over the roof stones to conceal their creation underground. At Carnmore, it seems the residents may have accessed their souterrain through a dwelling house or some other building on the surface, their underground hideaway took the form of a single long passageway that was one metre wide and 1.3 metres high. Twists and turns along its 19 metres gave it a rough W shape in plan. The Newtown Balregan and Tetitra souterrains were more elaborate. The Newtown Balregan souterrain stretched for 46 metres and was concealed within a slope opposite the Ringfort entrance. It incorporated six distinct passages and two chambers along its winding length. 
Like Khan Moore, the Tatitra Sutrain was roughly W-shaped in plan, but it continued for at least 67 metres and boasted four long passages and one small circular chamber. Sourcing the stone for these structures was no easy task. The bulk of the raw material was local shale and sandstone, but the Tetitra Souterrain also incorporated granite from the Cooley Mountains. This may have been quarried from a nearby glacial erratic, but the builders also proved more than willing to plunder stone from older monuments. Three large roof stones at Tetitra and Newtown Balregan were decorated with megalithic art from ancient Neolithic tombs. Two more Tetitra roof stones bore inscribed Christian crosses and were evidently pillar stones taken from a nearby early church site. The Souterrain builders may have believed that these ancient carved stones, pagan and Christian, brought good fortune to whoever might have to hide beneath them. While efforts were made to conceal their entrances from outsiders, the Souterrain builders made contingencies for discovery. At Newtown Balregan and Tetitra, internal doorways could be bolted shut from the inside. Any raiders who broke through faced frequent changes in ground level, roof height and passage direction. At Tetitra, the inhabitants designed one passage so it could only be accessed via a step and drop hole. Newtown Balregan's owners made the passage beyond one door roomy enough to stand upright, while any pursuers coming behind them would still be forced to crouch. Despite their very functional design, these souterrains were not without some comforts. Larger chambers offered more space for anyone concealed within. Wall niches were provided for candles or rushlights. Air vents shuttled in fresh air from the surface. The earth used to backfill the souterrains when they fell out of use preserved indications of some of the items that were consumed by the people who once lived here. They included bones of the cattle, sheep, goat, pig, horse and dogs. The sea was not far away and there were also remains of oysters and fish. Fragments of pots told of food preparation and storage while items like beads and stick pins spoke of personal adornment and also more practical clothing items. A macabre discovery awaited in the soil and rubble that was used to backfill the Khan Moor souterrain after it went out of use. There, archaeologists uncovered the skull fragments of a young woman in her late twenties or early thirties. How she met her end, or how her remains came to be there, will forever remain a mystery. The heyday of souterrines in Ireland, between about AD 800 and 1200, came in an age when the Irish kingdoms jostled between themselves and nearby Viking settlers for wealth, territory and status. But on the horizon a new power loomed. The late 12th century would see the arrival of new settlers destined to change forever the landscape of Louth, as the Anglo-Norman barons and their fighting men crossed the sea from Britain. 